As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of Raising Daughters. Dr. Tim Jordan here. I just sent a new book to the publisher, and hopefully it'll be out in early November of this year, in about a month. And the book is entitled She Leads, A Practical Guide for Raising Girls Who Advocate, Influence, and Lead. And the reason I wrote the book is because so many girls these days want to be leaders, We hear a lot about empowering girls and young women, and a lot of parents want their daughters to end up becoming leaders and in charge of their lives, and yet we don't give much instruction about how you do that. How do you raise a daughter to be a powerful leader? So I thought I would take one, one idea from the book that I think is really important if you want your daughter to grow up to be strong, powerful, courageous, and to be a leader, and to be a person who uh, influences other people. And that is limiting beliefs. Because one potential limiting factor in, in your daughter becoming a powerful leader is she's, she may hold on to some negative beliefs about herself she's picked up along the way. Let me explain by telling you a couple of stories about Princess Meghan Markle. Uh, her dad is Caucasian. Her mom is African-American. So she's half black, half white. And she, she has shared a couple of stories and some articles that I read that I thought were really interesting. The first one was when she was seven years old. She wanted a Barbie Hart family set for Christmas. And that Barbie's family set only came in one of two ways. Either you had a mom, dad, and two kids who were all white, or you had a mom, dad, and two kids who were all black. And so she didn't care. She just wanted the set. On Christmas morning, under the tree was a package, and when she unwrapped it, there was her Barbie set. But her set looked different. There was a black mom a white dad, one child in each color. Her dad had bought two sets and customized it for her little family. I thought that was, that was awesome. Fast forward now to the seventh grade, and Megan's in a class where they had to fill out some forms for a mandatory census. And there was a box there to check your ethnicity. So she had to check, you know, are you white, are you black, African-American, Caucasian, whatever, and she was confused. And she said she remembered thinking, well, if I check off the box for Caucasian, then I'm kind of turning my back on my mom. If I, if I do check off the box for African-American, my, that's my mom's side, but then I'm kind of turning my back on my dad. So she sat there looking kind of confused. The teacher noticed it and walked up and said, what's wrong, Megan? And she told her she couldn't decide which box to check. And the teacher said to her, just check off the box for Caucasian. That's what you look like. And that did not set well with Megan. So she left that part of the census open. She didn't check a box. When she went home that night, she told her dad the whole story. 
and he said something to her that had stayed with her for the rest of her life. He told Megan, if that ever happens again, you draw your own box. Fast forward now, she was trying to get started in show business, and she was having a hard time getting jobs, as most people do, but she had been labeled as what they called ethically, I'm sorry, ethnic, ethnically, ethnically ambiguous, sorry, which meant she could audition for virtually any role because of her skin color. She could uh, audition for Latino roles or uh, Caucasian roles, African-American roles, but sadly for her, it didn't matter. Because apparently, she says, it wasn't, I wasn't black enough for the black roles, I wasn't white enough for the white ones, so I was left somewhere in the middle as this ethnic shamlin who couldn't quite book a job. She said, while my mixed heritage may have created a gray area surrounding my self-identification, keeping me with one foot on both sides of the fence, she said, I have come to embrace that. To say who I am, to share where I'm from, to voice my pride in being a strong confident, mixed-race woman. So she said, you have to make a choice. Continue to continue living your life feeling muddled in this abyss of self-misunderstanding, or you can find your identity independent of it. You push for colorblind casting, in my case. She said, you draw your own box. You introduce yourself as who you are, not what color your parents happen to be. You cultivate your life with people who don't lead with ethnic descriptions. And Megan says, you create the identity you want for yourself, just as my ancestors did when they were given their freedom, because in 1865, when slavery was abolished in the United States of America, former slaves had to choose a name, a surname to be exact. And she said that perhaps the closest thing to connecting me to my ever complex family tree, my longing to know where I come from, and the commonality that links me to my bloodline is a choice that my great-great-great-grandfather made to start anew back in 1865. He chose the last name Wisdom. My great-great-great-grandfather drew his own box. Fast forward one more time for Princess Meghan Markle to the International Women's Day Convention in 2015, and this is her quote when she gave a talk to the convention. Women need a seat at the table. They need an invitation to be seated there, and in some cases, where this is not available, they need to create their own table. We need a global understanding that we cannot implement change effectively without women's political participation. She learned from her experiences, didn't she? And she also learned from the modeling from her father and from her great-great-great-grandfather. Effective leaders need to know themselves to be in touch with who they are. In my last book, um, Letters to My Grandfather, Timeless Wisdom for a Life Worth Living, I wrote a whole chapter on something called the Spiral of Beliefs. And so I'm going to explain it just briefly here. If you want more information, then go back and look at that book. The Spiral of Beliefs means this. As we're growing up, we ex- experience things that bring up a lot of emotions, and we tend to go inside ourselves and ask questions, like we get ditched by our friends, or... We don't get the love or the the attention we want from our parents. When anything kind of negative happens to us, we go inside and we start asking questions like, why are my friends leaving me out? Why doesn't my dad spend time with me? In Megan's situation, my guess is she may have gone back inside her head back in the day and said, what does it mean being mixed race? Does it mean I'm different? Does it mean I don't fit in? Am I not good enough? All girls do that. When things happen, they go inside their heads, they ask the questions, and then they answer the questions 
with their own private logic because they're trying to make sense of their world. And too often what they decide is negative and untrue because they'll decide things like I'm not good enough or pretty enough. I'm weird. I'm awkward. I don't fit in. People don't like me. What I do wrong. But for Megan, luckily, over, over time, being mixed race was whatever she decided. And she took conscious control of that. She consciously chose a positive story about what being mixed racial means. And I think that's awesome. I think for all of our girls to be effective leaders, they have to know themselves. You need to understand what makes you tick. You have to know what decisions you've been making about yourself along the way as you grew up. And then to take the time to re-decide any negative beliefs about yourself, because if you don't, they stay with us and they can limit us. Let me tell you one more quick story that I read in a book called The Right Words at the Right Time, Part 2. And it goes like this. This is about a woman named Nicole Hanton. Nicole overcame incredible challenges when she was growing up. So she had an alcoholic mom who who shipped her off when she was 12 to live with her drug-addicted dad, And he subsequently molested her. She was sent back to her mom's, and she spent all of her teen years taking care of her younger brother and her alcoholic mother. Her saving grace was a mother of her best friend. The mom's name was Lori. And that woman became the supportive adult that Nicole craved. Nicole found out at some point that this woman, her mom's, um, her friend's mom, had also grown up with abusive parents, but she had survived and flourished and was doing great. One day she asked that woman, Lori, how she had done that, and Lori gave her advice that changed Nicole's life. She said this to the little girl. You know, your life is like a train, Nicole, and you're riding down a certain set of tracks. But here's the incredible thing. Even though your childhood has gone one way, you can jump that set of tracks and follow your own tracks for the rest of your life. And it dawned on Nicole that she could make her own choices in life that were different than her family's, different than her parents'. And that gave her hope for her future. Fast forward and today, Nicole works for a rape crisis center and with Child Protective Services where she shares her mentor Lori's invaluable advice. Nicole did not let her experiences limit her. She didn't get stuck in her cycle of negative beliefs. So if you want your daughters to be effective leaders, that's one piece that you can do. One thing you can do is to help them be aware all along the way of things they may be deciding about themselves when adverse things happen, when they go through adversity. Whether it's things in the family, things with friends, whatever. Try and get inside their heads or, or send the counseling, send them to somebody like me so, so they can help be helped to know what they're deciding about themselves because you don't want them taking any negative decisions about themselves into adulthood. That's one big thing that can limit them becoming strong, effective leaders. Thank you for listening to these podcasts, and if you enjoy them, please pass them on to any parents you know, or sometimes these podcasts are valuable also for young people who are teenagers, maybe in college. Um, Look for my new book. It's called She Leads, A Practical Guide for Raising Girls Who Advocate, Influence, and Lead. It will be out in probably about a month, and so I'll I'll give you a heads up sometime along the way to tell you when it's going to come out. I'll be back here with the podcast in two weeks, but every other week I also put out a blog. So go to our website at www.drtimjordan.com and uh, click on there and go to the link so you get these every two weeks just automatically into your emails. I appreciate you stopping by every two weeks, and I will see you back then.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 